Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Hey, what's up? We're the Get Up Show on the Simon Says Podcast, number 115. How about it? You can check us out on 987simon.com. Listen to our radio show. Be sure you subscribe it and like it. I'm Sean. The lovely Charlie is over there. Good morning. The yawning Maddie is over there. Always How good dare to, you? Always good to look across and see the person you count on with a great big open mouth it's, yawn and the glassy eyes. No. <laughs> I, what I was taught was that a good way to show respect is to show your teeth and tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I think it works well Wide in the animal kingdom. Wide open mouth. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That really look made in my me, mouth. Th- there's nothing that makes me more confident than to look over the, the glazed look. It's not glazed. I yawned a little. It's like my eyes watered up a little look, bit. Look, speaking of confidence and really feeling good about things, earlier today, I went into Maddie's office. <laughs> and, of course, you know, he had his headphones on with his back to me, uh, doing his real good work, uh, looking, staring at a video on his other computer, <laughs> work computer, sitting there cold and dead, staring at the video computer so i flipped the lights on and off which is what i do to get his attention because uh. he can't hear you when you go in there and speak to him so i flipped the lights on and off and i'm about to say hey you're watching some tv huh and then i'm immediately alarmed by what's on the video screen oh goodness it's two young girls who are what i whoa, thought whoa whoa whoa, whoa. what not that I don't like that term <laughs> Not Just that look, young. To two us, women. To us, young girls could be 40. No, to, uh, to say two women. Yeah. All right, whatever. Two youngins were on there kissing. <laughs> no. Or what I thought was kissing. And then I moved closer and I realized the one girl's got the other girl's nose in her mouth. All right. So, okay. Again, this is one of those instances where context is lost. There ain't no context for. And then the other girl <laughs> takes the second girl's nose into her mouth. Yeah. It vigorously. was reciprocal. Maddie. Why are you watching these types of things at work? Okay, first of all... Well, you could have stopped it at watching these types of things. Well, there's that, but that's for his wife to address, not me. But yeah, then at (laughs) work is a whole different thing. It wasn't dedicated towards nose-sucking. What what the context was is (laughs) there's this podcast that I... They have an audio and video on YouTube, which, by the way, that's a lot of work. I don't think we should ever do that. We're not. But... um, the whole thing was about kinks and the the it's a husband and wife comedian team and the wife had made some mention of a kink that she was into so they were guessing what kinks it could be and so he just brought up 
this video. So I was not aware of what was about to happen. And the reason I was watching is because is I was as surprised as you were when you walked in. It was just amazing timing. Yeah, but, but you were listening to a podcast about kinks at work. It, but Here's Lola. Again, it specifically <laughs> wasn't about it just happened to be the topic they were talking about in the moment. It'd be like if someone flipped into us and we just happened to be and talking right about right now we're talking about kinks that or beers come dancing i mean think about anyone who's walked in when someone's listening to our podcast and we were talking about beaver butts you know like again which by the way i oh. saw i saw a beaver on the side of the road the other day was he Did okay you smell his butt he was sleeping uh, real soundly with but his I, head th- in the I bet his butt still tastes like raspberries for a hot second you thought like, about it i thought about it uh, I've never seen a beaver in that way. I've seen them. I, well, I, I've seen a dead one, but I've also seen country. I've seen anyway. live ones. Okay, so the moral of the story is I didn't seek out nose-sucking videos. But here's the other thing you did not do. When that shocking display appeared on the screen, you didn't immediately shut it off either. It stayed on long enough for me to be alarmed I by it. I was confused. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. It was also, you have to admit, it was like, what are they doing? But then, you know, then I thought about it. I mean, maybe it was like, you know, the the way of getting, um, you know, when your baby has a stuffed up nose. Maddie, what would you have done? You've done that. I've done what that. What would you have done if our chief boss here in the building, if she had walked in at that moment? I would have said, hey, have you ever seen anything this crazy before? Nah, that would have been an uncomfortable moment, bro. That would have been, been great. Really I would have said I was getting weird. audio for the show. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> there are moments when it's like, yeah. I can always play it off as research. I guess you could. Yeah. We look, man, that is the one nice thing. It's not like we work in a bank. <laughs> it's like if I was watching that video at a bank, they'd be like, what are you doing? I'm researching new ways to handle money. I still feel like that would be horribly uncomfortable. Not it was. <laughs> you were fine up until you realized that they were sucking each other's noses. How dare you? Hey, those two girls kissing. <laughs> How dare you say things? Oh, well, I'm just saying. You, you you were all shocked at it. Oh no, what are you watching? Yeah, yeah, I mean it was it was shocking in the first place and then it was well, extra shocking and gross. Luckily, the rest of the stuff they showed was not available to be shown on YouTube, so I only had the audio of those other ones, which yeah, I will not name. Oh, that that makes it better. Yeah, but still we're talking about this happening at work. Yeah. And and early in the day at work. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> so how long was this program that you were into? Oh, their podcast goes for a while. Yeah. They're a lot more than 30 minutes. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm so happy about that. I just listened to it. That's a great day of work. Yeah. I'm working while I'm working. I saw that. Are you? Well, at that point I stopped because it was really <laughs> surprising. <laughs> wow. Speaking of surprising. Charlie had told us about this the other day, and then I experienced it for myself. I watched Bon Jovi sing Living on a Prayer live in concert. Mm. Wow. I don't like to talk about it. It makes no. me sad. It was Wonder Dead or Alive. No, the one I sent you was way to not listen to the thing I sent you. It was well, Living it on a Prayer. It wasn't close to either, so in my defense. Wow. Are you sure it was Living on a Prayer? Yeah, I'm positive. We can't play it because we can't afford it on here. But, but you don't. Just... Don't do it, though. Don't look it up. Don't listen to it. Just remember the band as we loved them, and don't listen to recent audio. You weren't kidding. Yeah, I don't want to be mean about it, but why are they even doing this? It's Yeah, that's what I don't know. Okay, so so for, for context for people who don't know, I 
was wildly obsessed with Bon Jovi when I was like in the 80s when they were really popular when I was about 16 years old. And I mean, my room was plastered with every poster cut out anything I could find. I mean, I was so obsessed with this band and I have remained, you know, a huge fan through the years. And I've seen them, you know, numerous. The first time I ever saw them, they opened for 38 special. It's been, you know, that long ago. And I've been a huge fan all these years. And somewhere along the line, I've heard that John has had to have like surgeries, you know, whatever, like he blew out his vocal cords and my God, he sure did. Mm-hmm. And it just, it breaks my heart. I have seen them in recent years, but this year, you know, when they came to Charlotte, people, good friends of mine who know my obsession were like, what? You're not going to see Bon Jovi? And I'm like, you guys. What, when were they were in, what was the date in Carolina? Uh, last weekend, like the 8th or 9th. Oh, okay. Cause this is from April 3rd and it was, you give love a bad name. So we're both wrong. Was it? Yeah. But it was more, remember how I always What joke, did I say? You said um, living, living on, on a prayer. prayer. Oh. And I said wanted to It sounded like none of them. <laughs> I know. But so remember how I mentioned about like I saw Willie Nelson a while back and mm-hmm. he was doing kind of like, you know, uh, it's more of a spoken word. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Whiskey River, take my mind. Yeah. So it was almost like that. It's almost like he was speaking it. Yeah. He, he, I, I get the dropping an octave. Like I've seen, you know, it was like um, Robert Plant. He's dropped his voice an octave. Like he drops down lower now. He doesn't go for the notes. There was another band, Jane's Addiction, where Perry Farrell yeah. would always hit super high notes, and he yeah. he dropped it down. Yeah, and it wasn't even that. It was like no, it John's was, na- he's real nasally. It's like shine there the high, but he couldn't even keep on beat but either on that. I, thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I still love the man. I still think he's a saint. I still think he's amazingly beautiful for sixty years old. He needs to. St- move on to his wine business and his soul, his soul it, kitchens and all it, the wonderful philanthropic things that he does. It would be okay for him to be on stage for the nostalgia of it if he had someone who sounded like him who could fill in. Yeah, and if he and was just doing a harmony with someone who sounded like him. It makes you wonder how many years Richie was doing that because yeah. Richie can sing amazingly and I think he was carrying it for a long time. But I don't know why they didn't get someone else like with Richie's vocal abilities yeah. when they replaced him. The Who used to do that. Entwistle blew his voice out years and years and years. Entwistle's dead, of course, now. But when Entwistle used to sing his one song, which was My Wife, off Who's Next, um, Roger would stand off in the wings, and he would sing mm-hmm. with him, you know, to bulk up the vocal. Anybody could do that for yeah. John. I mean, it's... I'm not usually a fan of bands using tracks, you know, like yeah. backing vocals and things to fill it out. But in this case, it's, if you're going to do it, it's kind of necessary. Why would you go out, though? Will no one tell him? Is he right. that much of a control? I mean, I have heard he's quite the obsessive control freak. Really? And is he that much in control of everything that everybody's scared to tell him? Maybe so, because he is the know. boss. Yeah. They said, wasn't he the one that said this is a corporation? Yeah, he's the boss, yeah. and everyone else is his, are his employees. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want to be the one to tell him. Well, it, you know, it's one of those things, too, and you could say, you know, blame it on the video. Oh, it's like, you know, that the Vince Neil video. or you know, Yeah, but we've seen, I mean, I've seen a few videos from different concerts, well, and they all were painful. What I was going to say is this one was also... One of the highest quality videos I've seen. It was shot good. From a, it was good quality. I mean, you could tell this person had a real nice iPhone because it was like yeah. shot from you know a, a pro camera. Mm-hmm. But 
that's got to be one of the hardest things in the world. It's like, I think with any, you know, profession, it's like when you hit that point where you can't do what you've always done. Yeah. And I, you know, there's got to be that moment where it's like, you know, there is a sense of denial. It's like me with belly dancing. <laughs> right. You still got it. Don't. Oh, don't thanks, man. Sorry. No, brah. You do. You, you do. You. You've, you're right out yes, there. Yes, well, please. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel bad even having this conversation. Well, it's just the, the John, obvious truth. John, if you're truth. listening, I still love you. Yeah, look. No, we, yeah, we, John, you know, you're loved. I still have that tattoo. It's Is My Life by John Bovee. <laughs> 60% of people say they fully believe that if they walked out of their house today, they could live off the land. <laughs> I think that is real generous. Do you I, think you could? Live off the land. Live off the land. No. I know. I've watched. I've watched enough survival. Sh- I love the show alone, and I I've seen these people like have almost nothing t- and trying to survive. And these are survival experts, and they're like, "I think this is a leech. I'll eat it anyways." You know, or Ugh. but that's the thing. Like, I, well, to go back to that beaver I saw. Like, I I don't think it's still good, but I'm so hungry. <laughs> so, am I just walking out of my house and wandering, or am I? Are you dropping me off? In the wilderness? These are great questions. I don't know. Because my first thought when I hear that living off the land, I think I could do that. I'm sure I could do that. You'd be a little hobo with your with your well, handkerchief tied to a stick. Well, if you're talking about that, yeah, because people throw away lots of great stuff. If you're talking about being a modern day hobo living off the land and dumpster diving and sleeping, you know, on the train tracks or on lean twos or behind buildings and stuff like that. You could certainly look at the wonderful hobo camp we have right over here. Those guys clearly are living off the land. That's speaking of being neat freaks. I want to go in there and clean that camp so bad. Oh, it's beyond help. But I, I always picture. So when you say living off the land, I immediately go to that show alone where you're it's thinking like, you about have, wilderness. Yeah. It's like you have 10 items that you can bring in and then you have to basically trap fish and hunt and build everything from scratch. You know, even in that show, what's interesting is it's like uh, they can use if they find anything that washes up and they find all sorts of man-made stuff. That, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if we're talking about just walking out the door and going live in the hobo life, then yeah. I, you know, I think I would drop myself down to where I would I could pick through dumpsters. and. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a friend, you know, we've reconnected on Facebook, hadn't seen him since teenager and uh, recently out of prison and reacclimating to the outside, as they say. And he will post up his dumpster diving, you know, what he's recently acquired. And it's amazing the pile of stuff that he regularly pulls out of there. It'll be like a stack of packs of biscuits and a full case of candy and like all these juices and, you know, on and on and on. Well, there's a lot of things that like businesses are required to throw away because they're past an expiration date so they can't sell them. And I mean, yeah. And, and you know, stuffed animals and uh, cool little socks, you know. Okay. <laughs> All the essentials. Exactly. Okay. He's living off the land, basically. Uh, biscuits and candy. Living the dream. And socks. No, I, I, you know, they have those stories all the time about, too. So, like, there's people in major cities who go dumpster diving and it's not even oh, just yeah. for food. It's like a find... Louis Vuitton purse. Right. But that's the thing. It's like, I even saw, I still remember, I've said it before, I, where I drove by a neighbor's house and they were throwing away a, a, like a decent Weber grill. And I was like, are you throwing this away? And the lady's like, yeah, it's got some rust and there's, oh, a, there's a spider web on it. I hope it. you I'm took like, it. Oh, yeah. I still, it's up on my deck to this day. This week, what was it, yesterday, 
I got three baseball bats, <laughs> a music stand, and a collapsible bag chair out of my neighbor's trash. They're moving away. And there was more stuff, but I was embarrassed. All right, <laughs> time out. Now, here's a question. Huh. I use this grill yeah. all the time. Yeah. What are you going to do with three baseball bats and a music stand? The music stand is for my daughter because, as you know, she's an artist. Yes. Uh-huh. The baseball bats can be very helpful. I'm going to have one in my car, one in, yeah. in my house, and uh-huh. one in my my little vacation house. He doesn't like people, and he always thinks people are out to get him, so that is why he yes. uses the baseball bat. These. Yeah. These are functional bats. I understand. So it's less for the play aspect and more for the <laughs> There smack, will be no baseball game. in the head. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, because the baseball bat has a longer handle than the crowbar that is currently at arm's length. Oh, but the crowbar. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but you got to be careful. Like, especially if it's a zombie coming at you with a crowbar, sometimes it gets hooked on and then you're stuck with the zombie right there. <laughs> See, he's th- you just hit it. He's thinking this through. Mm-hmm. There's a, a whole thing going around um, with plastic surgery where people are going and having plastic surgery done because they have some kind of dysmorphia that's caused by selfies because when you take a selfie there's this crazy percentage of distortion on your nose it makes your nose huge and it makes your chin small and so i'm thinking that's why y'all think my nose is so big (laughs) no but we're looking at it with our eyes Nah, you've seen selfies and it makes you're thinking about selfies you've seen is what it is take selfies that's what it is is you think about selfies that's what you're you're processing Uh my nose through a selfie type of lens yeah look man i would have never said your nose was big until you said it now that you said it i really feel like you look like a selfie you a damn lie you wouldn't have never said my nose is big you can put a little map on it Map. A map of what? The <laughs> world? <laughs> Anything. No. But uh, is that what is that what happened to Madonna? Oh God. Wow. I don't know. And is that a filter? Have we gotten to the bottom of that? I don't Did she think really it do was something to her face? How many filters was, is it? What it it just was surprising. So her lips looked really puffed up, and the weirdest part was, you know, she's looking at the camera really close and her eyes are kind of hooded, uh. not really open very much, and she's got her lips together and all of a sudden she parts her lips like yeah and that that like part freaked me out <laughs> why her cheekbones she, look crazy kind of well her cheekbones look really high and full and then just the whole she had these big bubble lips and then when they parted it was like a giant fish was gonna <laughs> eat me I, don't know. <laughs> I, just, I was terrified it, that's all i know it remind like you know when you say that did you ever see the picture of that there was like a was it, it was like a sheep's head fish or whatever oh yeah they had it has the teeth and it was, was doing the kissy face and yeah the they're cute uh the puffy lip thing always reminds me of the wasp guy mm. yeah so i mean but you'll, maybe you'll she see got stung in the face okay Poor. we'll go with that maybe she found a ground hive you know it's got to be tough though you talk about john bon jovi losing his voice but hanging on and doing these concerts Madonna, who you got to admit it, absolutely drop dead gorgeous, just like a statue, beautiful, and she doesn't want to age out of that. So she's doing anything in the world yeah. to hang on to the last little wisp of that. But she's making herself look crazy weird. I mean, a little tuck here, a little Botox there, whatevs, I'm all on board for, but she doesn't look like a human. But I think that goes back I never to the had, Yeah, I guess, but like I never had giant puffy lips. So if I had them done like that now to 
try to look younger, you'd be like, who are you? <laughs> I've I, never had them. Why would I start now? I just think of the guy, like they, there's a guy who like spent all that money to look like uh, Ken doll yeah. or, or the Barbie lady. Or, okay, that know. was an issue. That's but, a- So maybe there's something there. It's like that idea, like in her eyes, it's like, or you see yourself and you're like, oh, this one more thing will make me look like I did back in the 80s or whatever. But, but- the thing about the selfie is there are people who I know who they take selfies and it doesn't look like them. And then they're in a group picture that's been taken by somebody else. And it's like, oh, that's that's a great picture. And then they're judging themselves yeah. by a selfie that doesn't even look like them. You know? I don't like selfies of myself. Like, I don't take good selfies. I'm not one of those people that gets all the right angles or whatever. I prefer pictures that someone else mm-hmm. takes of me much more than selfies. What about you? How's your selfie game? I don't take selfies of myself. Why, well, who, would, who else would you take a selfie of? Uh... <laughs> Other self. <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't take a lot of pictures of myself. I, I don't, or I don't care. When he does, usually he's making some goofy face, though. Like, he doesn't try to, you know, most, I don't know about guys, but most women, when we're taking a selfie, we're trying to look attractive. Yeah. And Maddie's always like, ah! That's true. <laughs> That's true. Your mouth is always open. Well, again, I'm showing my teeth and tongue to show dominance. <laughs> Yeah, what is that? A lot of people do that open mouth thing in, in pictures. I do it sometimes. I just think it's cute. I don't know. Funny. My tooth, my weird tooth makes it hard for me to smile like a normal person, so maybe that's part of it. Do you know I thought about you? My mom told me the other day, she said, well, I went to the dentist and I got my tooth fixed. And I said, huh? Well, you know that weird tooth I had? And I said, I have never noticed your weird tooth. You didn't know your mom had a weird tooth? No. She said, well, I noticed and I got it fixed. And I was like, well, that's great if that makes you feel good. She said, yep, I had it, you know, whatever they do, chiseled it down, turned into a peg and had another one put on top of it. See, they told me it would be like a whole thing. What whole thing? That's what they do. Yeah, like they'd have to like either saw the tooth down and surgically change the gum line and do all some other stuff. My neighbor Bobby will take care of it. He's the one that does he do dentistry, or is is this one of those things like I can't eat pork, pork and he's in a barn? Yeah, <laughs> you go to the barn. He takes the he, got some pliers. All right, now breathe deep on this rag. <laughs> <laughs> Think pure thoughts. And now, if you remember, wake up and your pants are backwards, it's probably something we had to check. But your tooth looks great. And don't eat pork. No, nah, he's great. He's the one that chopped out all that extra jawbone that I had. Oh, you mean the, the job when you tried to get me to hold? Didn't you hold it? No, oh, I did yeah. not hold it. Oh, I give it to everybody that comes over to my house. I'm like, hey, check this out. Yeah, is mental that note. to make them leave? No, no, no. Nobody knows what it is. Like, it looks like a little rock or Do something. Do you tell them afterwards yeah. what it is? Yeah. Then they leave. No, it's it's <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> this That's is your, this your new way of picking up chicks. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> It Here, looks, hold my jawbone. It either looks like a, um, a fossil or a seashell. And so it's on, I've got yeah. this piece of petrified wood on a mirror on a display in my mm-hmm. den. And so I'll go, hey, you want to see something? And I'll go pick up the little piece of jawbone. There's two of them, one from each side. I'll pick up the little pieces of jawbone and I'll go, here, check this out. And I'll put it in their hand. I'll say, what do you think that is? Uh, is it a fossil? No. Is it a seashell? No. What is it? That's my jawbone. 
Nothing good ever comes from someone saying, here, hold this. What do you think this is? Yeah. It's never going to be like candy. (laughs) You know, I just just can't figure out why you're single. (laughs) Look, if if you saw it, you wouldn't be grossed out. I would throw it across the room probably and then you'd be upset. Why? Because you put it in my hand and you made me hold your inside bones. What's wrong with that? Because seriously, now because where do you I draw the line? I don't want to hold your inside bones. Like if you handed me, like you know, ever seen that one where the guy, like I was like a hiker, got his foot removed or something, yeah. and like he brought the foot home and had his foot bones or sure. whatever. Like if someone hands you, like I guess part of me that is kind of cool. Not I like, think like, I'm kind of coming back around on it. You've got to tell me before you hand it to me first, and then let me decide. Yeah, let her decide okay. if I want to hold your inside bones or not. Okay, I can do that. As opposed to his outside bones. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, we're not touching those. So, similar story. <laughs> not what I meant. I was, ta- I was talking about, oh, a, com- I was talking a, about a compound fracture. Thank wait you a minute. Much. So, my mom's husband, who's no longer with us, for some reason... It might have been a diabetes thing. He lost a tooth, like one of these. What are these, incisor? He lost an incisor. And as you know, an incisor is just as much root as it is tooth that you see. It's a long. Yeah. (laughs) So he lost the tooth and for whatever reason, set it on the side table in the living room. What you do. Yeah, it's what you do. You pull your tooth out. You're sitting there watching TV. So, my buddy Scott and I, y'all know Scott. Mm-hmm. What about the Debo? What about the Debo? So, Scott and I are over there, and I had spotted the tooth on the table before, you know, before this time we were there. And so, Scott and I are sitting there, and I go, hey, man, put your hand out. <laughs> <laughs> and I put this tooth in his hand, and he had a freak out. And again, similar, I would throw it across the room. Similar to what you're describing. Like, not intentionally, but it would be, ah! Yeah, basically. And it would just fly. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think that was the same time. We went over there. It was Christmas morning, and we went over there. <laughs> we were just stopping by, and we went in there, and Scott left his truck running in the driveway. And so we went in, and, and we were going to say Merry Christmas and make a brief visit and then go on about our way to spread joy. Mm-hmm. And truck's running in the driveway. I scare him with the tooth, and... We, there's nobody stirring. So we're like, oh, geez, everybody's still asleep. Let's just sit here for a minute and give them a minute to wake up. We sit down on the couch after the tooth and fall asleep for like three hours. <laughs> and- <laughs> were, you, were you cuddled up together, no. taking the best nap? Just out of curiosity, had you already been spreading cheer prior to oh, this yeah. visit? Yeah, okay. yeah. So wake up after being asleep for hours and hours and go and look. There's nobody home. And we get out there, and his truck is still running in the oh driveway. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was great. Merry Christmas. Rock and roll Christmas. <laughs> Same driveway. I had done these. Did I tell you all the Thanksgiving story in that driveway? I don't remember I that. I don't recall. I believe it was Thanksgiving in the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. I had done this club gig, Wednesday night homecoming club gig in Washington, D.C. It was like a midnight to 2 a.m. gig, mm. wearing my black clothes I had bought the day before because I did, didn't want to wash the clothes from the one previous <laughs> night. So I did my club gig and was supposed to have gone home for Thanksgiving. And 
had no intention of going home for Thanksgiving. My sister calls me, wakes me up out of a dead sleep. Where are you? Are you on your way? What? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not coming. And she goes, do you have any idea how bad you have hurt your mother? Oh. And in the background, and grandma too. Oh, no. So I jump up wearing the clothes that I slept in, mm. get in the car, fly from D.C. You know that trip. Yeah. Down 95 on Thanksgiving Day. So it wasn't bad traffic. No, but how many hours is that? Like uh, four and a half, five. God, gravy. Yeah. And I get to my mom's house, get to the driveway, nobody home. Of course not. It house, was four hours later. House is locked. <laughs> There's nobody there. Where'd they go? I don't know. I you thought they were going to be there for Thanksgiving. Know? Are you sure they were at their house? Are yeah. they at your sister's house? No, they had gone to her husband's family's house, but I did not know that. So, I mean, they could have told you. Right. They're going to throw you a guilt trip. Right. So I spent that Thanksgiving in my car in the driveway. <laughs> did someone finally come home? Eventually. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so starving. Did you bring home any leftovers? Yeah. Oh, God, please. Let me get some turkey. Oh, <laughs> there's no turkey. What'd they bring? Some kind of stewed beef. I don't know. <laughs> True stayed at home. It's like that's the worst part. It's like don't yeah, don't put this I on me. But, and then. but at that point I'd be like, look, I won't be there for five hours. This isn't happening. You know, you do what you do. No. I tried to do the right thing. Yeah. No, I used to drive all over the state of Indiana trying to visit everyone for the holidays and I finally gave that up. Yeah. Well, I did have an opportunity while in the driveway for all of Thanksgiving to place phone calls to spread the joy to everyone else who was trying to cook. Isn't that lovely? (laughs) How about Al Pacino? Al Pacino is 81 years old, and he's dating Mick Jagger's 28-year-old ex. Okay, but let's say how about Al Pacino and Mick Jagger? (laughs) They both had this gorgeous 28-year-old. She's not a gold digger, I'm sure. No, she's a (laughs) producer. She has her own career. Mm, Does she? she? She's she could be I don't know that she's a multimillionaire but in her career she could be. Yeah, but still, what in the world does a 28-year-old have in common want from enjoy with a man that's 3 times her age? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I she, mean, she likes stewed vegetables. It's like I'm going to put my boyfriend to bed and then I can go out clubbing. Comfy I clothes. Mean, but he goes out. Al Pacino is still going out with her. And he will not leave her side. Well, I'll bet he doesn't want, you know, some other septuagenarian to come yeah. along and steal her. Who else is, what's Dick Van Dyke up to these days? Oh. <laughs> I can still dance real good. Remember Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> chim Chim Tree. <laughs> uh, so the other night, there's there's this this website that is a celebrity tattletale site that tells you who doesn't wash their hands after they pee, <laughs> and they busted Al Pacino at this fancy restaurant. He was out with this 28 year old girl, and he went to the bathroom and then ran straight from the bathroom right to her side. Been gone too long. Yeah, he didn't want to leave her side. Well, you know, he's thinking I, I could drop dead. I don't want to miss a minute with this young thing. <laughs> but um, the thing is. I don't know what he's up to because he also, during this same following him and this young girl around, people were taking pictures of him. And the new like shocker online is 
his iPhone case is a Shrek iPhone case. <laughs> and people are bugging out. Like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Maybe Al Pacino is secretly hilarious. I think he probably is real cool. I, I think it's more that he's like, ah, I need something to put this phone in. And then just grab whatever. What is this? <laughs> it's modern art. Don Rickles is green. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love the Jolly Green Giant. Ho, ho, ho. But Charlie, under what circumstance would you... Let's see if the age difference would be right. It would be like a 300-year-old man. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank no, you. Oh, I got a head rush. Bye. <laughs> no, but seriously, what would it be? I mean, like 100, basically. Okay, well, I mean, okay, let's say in my younger days. Well, no, let's say right now. Okay, well, no, like- I wouldn't date a 100-year-old man. I can't, I can't. What do you have against my grandpa? I wish, I wish I was way more shallow and. Why they gotta be shallow? I mean, wait, no, less shallow. Wait, anyway, whatever it is, I wish I didn't care about things like looks and having them touch me and having anything (laughs) in common because I mean, I, there was a time in my life I probably could have had a sugar daddy, but that's just not my jam. Wait, how old is Pacino again? 81. Minus 28 equals. Oh, that was. You're doing some serious math over there, bro. You're going to start a fire. I already screwed it up. Hold (laughs) on. Uh, Come on. 53 year age difference. Yes, so so your guy would be like uh, well over 100. He'd be dead. Not necessarily. (laughs) He'd be one of those cool guys. No one likes cigars. (laughs) No one has proven a human being to live that long yet. No, not (laughs) true. Any of us. All right, but dial it back. So. So say you're 30. Okay, it'd be 103. You're 30 and you're dating an 80-year-old. Like, you're talking to me? Round, Any no, of us. Say, yeah, and I'm saying that's rounding up I mean, men down. do it too. Not me. Why not? Can't do it. Why? I have three rules. <laughs> Would you like to share them? I probably shouldn't. No, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like... Like you said, in my younger, in my younger years... Oh, in my younger years, I... But see, I didn't do it in my younger years. I wish I I wish that I didn't care so much about the things like, you know, being folds and, and like cracks being and smells. not 80. <laughs> oh, you're wearing support support pants. What about you, bro? Would I? Yeah. I and that of all of say, us, I would I'd think that you would. I think I mean, if there's I don't think I'm Connie enough. I mean, I think of realistically. I say, you know, the funny answer is, yeah, yeah, okay. But what if it isn't anything to do with being a con? What if it isn't a gold digger thing? Because what I if don't it's... see that being Because the a only thing. reason to do it is a gold digger. I can't imagine. I It, it could really be a thing. If, I, I, like I a kink? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the kinks. Or really, a, <laughs> here's all day and all the night. No, but what if it's like a, a father thing? What if it's a daddy complex thing? Or, or a great-grand... Still... It's a great-grandfather complex. Yeah. God, I like my men from the Depression era. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the Dust Bowl, Daddy. <laughs> Tell me about when you get a whole meal for a dime. Ah, uh, chicken in every pot, am I right? <laughs> what was it like before electricity? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what, what else did you do with Prohibition? All right. <laughs> 
Well, listen, <laughs> before we get any older, that's going to wrap up this podcast. Be sure that you subscribe and like. <laughs> Check us out on the on the radio if you'd love to sometime at 987simon.com. And call us up at 336-373-0987. You might have noticed the lack of phone calls on this one, but they'll be back on the next podcast. Oh, and boy. we'd love for you to be included on that. Final thought, Charlie? In case you're on the fence, nose sucking is not appropriate content to watch at work. It, it's not... The worst. All right. What about you? <laughs> Damn it. I was trying to find important information from 1910. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more about Thomas Edison introducing his kinetophone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next time. So Bye. hot. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 